podcast one. Okay, are you recording? Howdy team, what about this week's player profile? One of the most recognised broadcast voices in world sport. The voice of English football, and in many ways world football, for over 40 years if you don't mind, Mr Martin Tyler. Martin's full episode will drop next Thursday, but today you get his player profile. Enjoy. Martin Tyler, player profile. Are you ready for the short, sharp passing? You ready to go? Ready to go. All right. What is Martin Tyler's favourite food? Um, Anything about three hours before a commentary. (laughs) And if I was lucky enough to get an invite to your house for dinner and you were cooking, Martin, what are you cooking to try and impress me? I'm not. At all? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't do a lot of cooking. Probably fish fingers. Fish fingers sounds good to me. So you and I are there and we're having fish fingers, which is fantastic. And you can choose to invite three people from any time in your life, any time in history, anyone you've met, Martin. Take your time. Three people you'd like to come to this dinner of fish fingers. Uh, Well, I'd like my parents back. So there's two of them. And probably, I'm not a great historian, but I was born just after the Second World War and grew up on the Winston Churchill edict. I know it's not so fashionable to say those things now because there are other issues, but I'd like to raise those issues with the great man. Currently watching The Crown myself and learning a little bit about Winston Churchill. Have you seen The Crown on Netflix or not? No, I only have time to watch football matches. (laughs) (laughs) So that's my next question. When you have a rare day off, Martin, what do you do with a day off? I probably go for a walk uh, or do some exercise. I'm a coach in the National League, so I'm not short of exercise, but when you're coaching, you don't do enough for yourself. You do it for the players. So, um, yeah, I like you know a good long walk, maybe by the sea. I'm about an hour's drive from somewhere like Brighton. I might go down and um, walk the beach there, have a coffee. What was Martin Tyler's first car? Oh, yeah, I can tell you that. It was a Morris Minor <laughs> SGW32. Right. And it had, it was black. It had a split windscreen with a so there was a, a, a sort of bar down the middle of the windscreen. I think I paid seventy-five pounds for it from a fellow university student. <laughs> was it a good investment? Yeah, it was. Um, I don't drink, you know. I don't like the taste. Uh, it's nothing to do with any sort of Presbyterian beliefs, or <laughs> uh, I, I just don't like the taste. So I became very popular because I could drive people home. And I was safe, and that well, as safe as a, a student driver ever was. But um, yeah, it, it helped. It helped a lot. And uh, I went to university in Norwich, which is about two and a half hours from my family home. So when I went home before then, I had a scooter, you know, motor scooter. Yep. A Vespa, it was. And Norwich is quite cold, especially in the winter. This time of year, we'd be having frost on the insides of windows, I think, when I was a student. It seems like that. So I used to come home on the scooter, and they used to have to lift me off it and drop me in a hot bath to defrost. (laughs) So getting the car was an upgrade. (laughs) I like the sound of that. I'm sure you think you've got the best job in the world. If you could swap jobs with someone, Martin, what job would you choose? Harry Kane's. Harry Kane's striker for England and Tottenham, eh? Yeah. That'd be all right. <laughs> yeah. Best piece of advice you've received along your journey? 
I, that's a good question, and I have got an answer for you. Good. Uh, I took my job very seriously, and I still take it very seriously, but I was told by none other than World Cup winner Jack Charlton, who sadly passed away a few months ago, that I needed to show that I enjoyed it more, that I, I was a bit serious around the place. So lighten up was the uh, the message delivered with one or two choice words that I can't possibly use, even for an Australian <laughs> podcast. Um, so... That happened during the 1982 World Cup. So I hope in the almost 40 years since then, I have lined up. Martin, as an Australian on an Australian podcast, let me assure you, no language you will use on here has not already been used on this podcast. So <laughs> you're okay. I'm not sure if you're a concert goer. What is the best concert you've attended? No, I'm a child of the 60s. So um, they were called pop music festivals in my day. And any of those. And some of the artists are still going, you know. Obviously, the Stones are um, at the forefront of that. Um, but I grew up with a good old-fashioned English, uh, US-influenced pop music in the 60s. And my big hero was uh, a guy none of you guys would have heard of. was a singer called Adam Faith, who was also an actor. And my son is called Adam, uh, after Adam Faith. Oh. And I did have the opportunity um, to tell... Adam Faith, who's sadly no longer with us, but I had I enjoyed his career so much <laughs> that uh, um, I named my son after him. He wasn't uh, he was a superstar in terms of his uh, his presence. I think he didn't have the best voice. So when I sing in the shower, I sing his songs, and <laughs> I certainly don't have the best voice. <laughs> but I do like I do like Howie. I do like singing. It's quite good for your voice, actually. And my um, my daughter's an actor. And she's, she's got musical skills, you know, she does musical theatre sometimes. So we have um, private sing-songs together and I'm terrible really, but it is good for the voice. And I do know the words from pretty much all the hits in the 60s. <laughs> well, if you want to burst into song on the main part of this podcast, Martin, you feel free to have a crack. <laughs> now, I reckon you're pretty good around your phone because you've already got uh, the voice recording operating. You had that set up, no problem. What would be the two most used apps on Martin Tyler's phone? Well, I don't really use, I use an app for my emails on the phone. So that's always used. I have now an app for identification at um, Premier League grounds. So I have to use that when I go to work. So that's, uh, it's a great help actually. It's, it's one less card to carry. We used to have the plastic cards for identification, but now we have an app. Um, so, so it's mostly that and, and sports news, you know, I, I love to keep in touch with uh, what's going on in a, you know, 24 seven, uh, 365 days a mm. year business that football is. There's always something that's happening. Favourite movie of all time, Martin? Um, two. Uh, the um, Escape to Victory. Yes. Which was obviously included some great people like the late Bobby Moore, who I was proud to know and sadly miss. And Gold, which was the film of the 1966 World Cup which is not the film called Goal that I'm in. There's another one called Goal, um, which was made as a fictional film, but the 1966 official film of the World Cup was called Goal. No previous international, no other cup final, indeed nothing Wembley ever staged, matched the glamour of this event, the final of the World Cup. The cream of the world's players battle for the honour of playing on this arena on this afternoon. 
Waiting in the tunnel where England on the right and West Germany. As I said earlier, I'm a child of the 60s, really, and, and winning the World Cup. There are a decreasing number of people in this country, obviously, as time goes on, who mm. know what it was like to be in England when England won the World Cup on that July Saturday in 1966. I um, was glued to the television and... Um, I wrote a book about it. It meant a lot to me. Fifteen years later, I went around and found them all, and uh, did. They, they were very generous with their time, really. Uh, and it's it's obviously you know, one of the apart from family days and families, even more important than football. I, I obviously, I recognise that, and I hope my family do recognise it. Although sometimes they <laughs> probably think the opposite. But um, that that was a very special day to be a football fan in this country, and. Uh, uh, so I could watch that over and over again, and it did go over the line. Then Jeff Hurst, cool and collected, had the ball in the net. No, it bounced out. Goal claimed England. No goal protested the Germans. The referee consulted the linesman, who'd been in line with the posts, and goal it was. You've said earlier on you only have time, Martin, for watching football. Mm. But do you ever jump on Netflix or a streaming service or a television of some type and watch something that is not about football? And if so, what is that currently? Or is it just footy, footy, footy for you? Yeah, I do like to come in sometimes after training. I put put the TV on and watch something kind of like my favourite TV shows, one called Gavin and Stacey, which is very British. It's it's Welsh English. Right. Uh, it's got James Corden, who maybe some of your listeners. Yes well have heard of he 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 co-wrote it and stars in it and it's it's just easy to watch and I I can watch it over and over again I know all the lines and all the nuances but it's just a nice way to switch off so big uh, big shout out to to Gavin and Stacey and James Gordon and Ruth Jones who wrote it and started it. Have you or do you ever listen to podcasts Martin? No I'm mostly on them and because That's the best answer I've ever heard from that question. <laughs> I don't want to disillusion you, but you're not the first. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell them that, Martin. This is a world exclusive I'm going for here. Do you have any superstitions, yes or no? I probably did have. I went through that phase when I was playing football, you know, putting the socks on the same left before right and wearing the same clothes if you scored a goal the week before, making sure you go to the game in the same clothes and things <laughs> like that. Do you have a most treasured possession, Martin? Well, behind me, there's a, this is quite treasured. Is the with the working team photo from yes. last season? Because um, when I tell you I went to watch working as eight year old, and I've been a working fan. People always say because I do Premier League teams that I support this, this, and this, and of course I don't. And they also say, well, you must have a Premier League team because your team is a non-league team. And that that's really saying if you, well, I, I was going to use an analogy that I would draw. Um, but it, it um, <laughs> is, it, it, Woking have been my team since I was eight and now I'm on the photo, you know. That's fantastic. So, so that, that um, it's very uncool to smile on a team photo, so the players tell me. <laughs> but I was... I was so thrilled. My my <laughs> smile is nearly as wide as the photo itself and everyone else looking very serious. But it meant a lot to me. And I've been on three now. Even we've done a COVID one this year because obviously it's social distancing. We've, but we've started our league. We've had five games already as we speak. So um, that that's quite treasured really. But 
Yeah, I'm a hoarder. Like all commentators are hoarders. Mm. I've got um, stacks of stuff from when I started. I've got probably somewhere in here. I've got my notes from my very first commentary back in 1974. Wow. Uh, and, and pretty much all of the ones in between. <laughs> so... They're all treasured. They don't mean too much to anybody else. And uh, when I'm gone, I don't know what anybody will do with them. I think there'll be um, the, uh, the the local dump will be getting a lot of <laughs> Tyler archives. And um, you know, couple more quick ones for you. Do you have a bucket list destination, Martin, that you'd love to visit but you haven't yet? I quite like to go to India. Right. I haven't been to India. Um, most of my travel, including going to Australia in 1988 has been work-related, so yeah. I've been lucky to be sent to many parts of the world through work and, and haven't had to think about uh, where, I, where I've missed out at. But there's been no uh, football tournament in India that I've been asked to work on. I know there is a, a, a league now for football, so maybe that will come up. But I think I, I would like to go as a, um, as a tourist, maybe, and to, to have a good look, you know. You love it. Uh, two more for you. Is there anything that scares you, Martin? Yeah, going 2-0 down in the first two minutes as a woking coach. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Final one. And this is the most important one, Martin. The, the rest have been fun and games and light and fluffy. This, to me, will define you in my eyes as a man. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Martin Tyler, pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Yes. Yes, Martin. Yes, Martin. My uh, my partner <laughs> is from South Africa, and she um, she grew up and her family still own a pineapple farm, so I couldn't oh. possibly say anything else. <laughs> Martin, thanks for joining me on the Player Profile. Your full episode will be out next week. Good on you. Balotelli, Aguero.